City's got everything, skyscrapers and an endless supply of tasty pubs and, uh, and they even got some, some young fellas that are living in a bubble playing some rock and roll music for the television and the people out there and they're like recording an album, I don't exactly know because we're just wandering up to that, we're just cutting through the, the meatpacking district which I have a hard time saying without laughing but there's like these warehouses that like you know they pack meat and ship it out and they got the trucks and everything but it's like turning into like more like a neighborhood with the cafes and the sidewalks and the you know you can like lounge out and about and uh, enjoy your meal and it's like late at night and things are just getting going as you know in new new york like the people hang out till like late and so last night oh wild hijinks up in the, yeah they all got the neighborhood names right here in manhattan you know there's the five boroughs you know about this right you got the five boroughs and but manhattan where we're at and uh and then so last night was upper west side went a little Pub crawl to four different establishments. Tonight, however, we were in the starting in the West Village, and just went to the Brass Monkey for a bevy. And after a oh, a nice on a terrace with the view, looking down at the neighborhood with big duber of the uh, oh, of the New York City diesel. How appropriate! How appropriate for here in New York. Okay, so we're approaching this bubble. There's like a volleyball court here, and it's some uh, MTV promotion or something, right? And they got chairs set up so people can like. Oh yeah, limbo under the volleyball net. And uh, there's like uh, Ad Adirondack chairs set up so people can like uh, watch these young fellas while they're in there playing their uh, music with, uh, and there's a camera in there and the whole nine yards. Now, we're right along the, the water. And there's all these different bridges. I, I get them all mixed up, but I really enjoy checking out all the bridges and tunnels and ways to get into Manhattan. So you got the Holland Tunnel, the Lincoln Tunnel, the Tappan Zee Bridge, the George Washington Bridge, the Brooklyn Bridge, Oh, and there's one or two more. It was a bustling hive of activity here. And you know, it's like, uh, there's all these like neighborhoods of commotion and chaos and all this stuff going on. Then all of a sudden you go around a corner and things are all like chilled out and, and relaxed and neighborly. Like you just stumble upon like some little, uh, you know, some little small town, you know, diner where all the locals hang out. But it's going on right there in the neighborhood. And there's no shortage of them. There's like a, there's like a bazillion of them. There's like a bazillion and a supply of bazillion. cute little bars bazillion. and cafes. You don't have to walk more than 100 yards to get a to get a cafe. And they all get the little patio seating, tasty food. I've seen two Chinese food restaurant places on the same block. Oh, that's no big deal. We're in Vancouver, man. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have half a dozen plus two Thai and three sushi on one block. <laughs> and a Starbucks at each corner, unfortunately. <laughs> unfortunately. <laughs> So we're gonna check out what this band is doing. They seem to be hibernating. Oh no, they're in there in their think space. They're sitting around a table with quite a, a, a face of seriousness. But inside this bubble, okay, inside this bubble, like it's like they got a whole little, like a living environment. Oh, uh, now they have like the bank teller talking window here. And, uh, and one of the fellows came out to say some nice little kind message to the young ladies here, hanging out. Oh, and they're writing little messages. So anyway, there's this bubble, right? And they got the drum kit, and all the recording equipment, mixers, guitars, horns, 
and they're sitting around uh, three guys on a couch. Can they see us? Oh yeah, and they're interacting like these uh, young ladies are sending them little messages, and they look then they look over like disinterested, like they don't care. I'm gonna take a picture on my cell phone. Oh yeah, and then we uh, the guy came over and they have like a bank teller thing. Oh like, how much would you like to withdraw? <laughs> oh yeah, see they're it's it's interactive, and these sonsy young laddies in there with the rock and roll hairdos. And now he's making a witty remark. They're, uh, but they're gonna play some board games or something. What are they eating? Their their coffee table in the middle, and there looks to be this container with what looks like to be a heart inside of it. Come take a look. Oh, weird. I see they have a brown bag with some kind of alcohol in it. No, I don't see the heart yet. Like like that that Pyrex <laughs> container. She's in the bag. We're letting her borrow her. The crew borrow her. That sounds scandalous, man. They, when, the, when the crew's borrowing her, that can only mean one thing. That's uh -huh. sexual misconduct. Probably. Improper liaisons. But no, take a look at that. Okay. Take Where's a look at on that, on the coffee table. There's, there's a container. Oh, jeez. You see what I'm I thought it, I thought it was a pattern on a cup. Yeah, it looks, yeah, it looks like, like a heart or something. No, it looks like, like some sort of, yeah, it looks like some kind of internal organ preserved yeah, in formaldehyde of some kind. And yeah, and, but it's in a, a jug that looks like you could dispense it like a beverage. And, uh, and so inside, of course, they have a litany of, of advertising. Well, they have, you know, they have their sponsors up. And it looks like some, uh, some Keith Haring-inspired artwork in there. And some yeah, that's right. Dr. Pepper, Dr. Pepper. I want to make sure everybody knows about Dr. Pepper. You know, when there's a town in Texas, I got this new magazine called oh, Imbibe. Dr. Pepper? No, it called Imbibe, and it's all about beverages, right? It's a beverage magazine. It's out of Portland. And they had an article about there's one place in Texas that still makes Dr. Pepper to the original recipe, which is, of course, a closely guarded secret, and only bottle it in glass bottles. And it's now become like a tourist mecca for enthusiasts of Dr. Pepper. Come there and buy cases where the entire batch that they make a year could be sold in one day. It's is, unbelievable. Is there, a prune, is there a prune museum around? Because, like, this is supposed to be the secret recipe is that it has prunes in it. Well, unbelievable, man. I, I couldn't even dare to speculate. It's not a beverage I talking, consume. Wait, wait, he's saying something. He's speaking to his people. He's playing with the joystick. Sign. Oh, so he's like sending stuff in through the bank teller window, and like the fella is gonna like uh, sign it. Yeah. Oh, that's a nice. He's a nice guy for doing that. What a decent, hardworking yeah, young man. Absolutely. Great haircut too. Oh, he's totally. Great hair. Yeah. Yeah. Sort of a little of that retard mohawk thing going. It's not really a mohawk, but he kind of like the, makes it like a. Mohawk. Called the faux hawk. Yeah, the faux hawk. And you see, they're playing a board game. Yeah. And then they what go. What are up they playing? To, I don't know, but they go up to the. Oh, like, I know what they're playing. They I have know like exactly a lunar pad playing. up there where they have like I guess it, I don't know if the cameraman falls Monopoly. up there. Are they? Yeah. There's the houses. Oh, now they're all signing the stuff that came in through the bank teller window. And yeah. They have like this other loft up there. It's like a weird bubble loft. Is that maybe where they sleep? Yeah. I guess so. Sleeping quarters. Yeah. Yeah, it's all very spacey. Are they gonna get up and play? I don't know. It looks like they're uh, they're just playing the nonchalant rock and roll m m role right now. Yeah, yeah. So they can't play the nonchalant guy and the rock wait, star wait, wait, guy. Wait, wait, wait. Looks at the like same he was time. just. Uh oh, uh, uh, He looked like he was blowing his nose suspiciously. Oh. It really did. It really did. Suspicious behavior. But fortunately, the the so uh, who do you the think is the drummer? Who do you think the drummer is? The guy in the hoodie. Yeah, that's what I was thinking yeah. too. And. Uh, Who's the lead singer? Probably fancy pants. So yeah, we same here. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was thinking. That's always, you know, cliche city. But look at the rack of guitars they have over there and all the equipment at their disposal. Yeah, it's pretty remarkable. Oh, you know what's really cool about this place? That uh, lamp in the back, that arc lamp. Oh, My parents yeah. have the, actually the original uh, of that 
special lamp. Yeah, yeah the original one of its kind. Yeah. Architectural details. Look at that shiny <laughs> drum. Look at that shiny drum set. Eh? It's like sparkly. Yeah, yeah. It's all like rack mounted. It's like the, really the like the top end equipment. This it's affects racks of the guys here. So yeah, so I'm curious uh -oh, to see how they sound. Some booze out of a paper bag. They're called. Uh, he's drinking booze out well, of. Well, I'm not going to give them free free pub here on my exclusive podcast, man. I'm not going to tell the name of the band. All right, we're going to check out what this band is doing there, and then we're on okay. on the quest for falafel. The falafel quest, New York City. So wandering along here, you know, through the West Villages, is there's this uh, there's there was like a famous old uh, speakeasy that had survived through the Underground Railroad, with the slaves escaping through Canada up to Canada, and uh, and, they, and 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 there was a speakeasy in Prohibition and all kinds of like secret knocks and ways to get in and and this and that and uh, you, know, you had to like know the routine and it's and it's just down here on a, like a back street here in the West Village. Uh, with the number 86 on the door, but unfortunately the chimney has collapsed and it's, uh, it's all like busted up and surrounded by scaffolding and, and beams kind of holding it together and stuff now and it looks like a complete disaster now, man. But the, this place had like a lot of literary history as well and all of the writers, you know, who have come... pictures on the outside. On the inside they had pictures of uh, lithographs of very famous writers, Kurt Vonnegut, um, anybody from the 40s, obviously, was always Kerouac, in there. Yeah, Kerouac, always lots. And, um, you know, just, uh, I'd say there's probably about 200 different pictures on the inside. Wow. And it was haunted? 
I don't know about That's that what it said, story. Man. Really? Then yeah, if it, it was written and it was found on the uh, internet, it must be true. It must be true. It must be Everything's true. been checked by some guy. All right. The New York City Diesel awaits. Now I do believe it's time for a toke on the porch. Tasty nuggets. That's where we ate the Hudson falafel. That was a good falafel. That was really good. Oh man, I'm feeling much better after a mighty falafel plate. And I got the hummus and the zatziki. Oh, oh here comes a cop. A little bubble ganoush. And my PD. That's against the law to be to drive with your cell phone like that, but the cop is doing it. Ah oh, man. That is so not nice. That's so unfair. I was pulled over for doing that. I was pulled over coming into the city. The Hudson, Henry Hudson, and I, they pulled me over when I went through the toll because I was on the telephone. I didn't get a ticket, which well, that was good, but um, that was it. Oh, but, but 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 I was given a stern warning. So what makes it what makes it fair that that cop that just turned that corner had one hand on his telephone and one hand to his ear? Well, same hand to his ear. <laughs> that would have been funny if he had the phone levitating on one ear. <laughs> Now here in the village though, I remember being here one time and coming across a section with just like all kinds of dudes out selling books on the street. Oh yeah, that's, um, that's by Washington Square Park yeah. on the south side of that street because of New York University is there. So that's probably why they, oh, there's lots of people yeah. selling books. Here's an interesting thing. This place over here on the left, Garber's Hardware, they moved here just a couple years ago. There used to be another place in the city. There used to be another place in the neighborhood. Another five-minute walk. They were started in 1884. It's a family business. They just moved in from their original place to here. This is their second place, but they kept the business going. And it's a local hardware store since 1884. The business has been in that family. Isn't that long? Isn't that great? That's yeah, like that's three, fantastic. four generations, yep. right? Yeah, you got to make sure that one of your kids is inclined to run a hardware store. That really helps out. Oh, yeah.
See if there's somewhere else to peek in. Show you this really cool little house here in the city. This is what I wanted to show you back there, but I thought I went on the wrong street, but I went on the right street. This is it. Come over here to this front little area. You're gonna like to you're gonna check this out. I think this is the only freestanding house in New York City, like this. All houses are like connected, like buildings, right? It's all townhouses. But here we go. Right inside here is like a real looking house with, with a, a yard. yard. With a real yard. And a driveway. And a driveway. Ha ha ha. Wow, who lives here? Oh, a little like a little garden table and everything. That's right. But did you see this? Did you see the? Did you see the? Um, did you see the? Uh, do, do, do you see the birdhouse over at the corner? Yeah. It's a replica of the house. Oh yeah. Oh, fantastic! Wonder, really wonder who lives there? Huh? And they're driving in a little minivan. I know. Huh? Man, I couldn't drive a minivan. <laughs> That officer James Leahy has his own street. Yep, that's right. You saw it right there, West 10th Street in Hudson. There's a little sign that says Officer James P. Leahy, and it is it is named after apparently an officer that must have died, named James Leahy, here in New York City. So not the guy from six, the Trailer Park six. Boys? I doubt it, eh? That would be an unusual coincidence. <laughs> I hope I don't get arrested for this. But the only way for me to watch it is to steal it off the internet. And I don't like doing it, but I watch it because I think it's high quality art. It's satire. As a Canadian, do you feel like the CBC should be hooking you up with some way to get that content? I would pay $2 an episode if they let me buy it from them. You hear that, CBC? $2, $2 American. Oh, <laughs> 94 cents, a Canadian dollar. I know, coming high. back strong. Yeah, man. Well, you're listening to CBC, you hear that? Good, decent Canadian man needs his Canadian entertainment. We don't have the beachcombers down here anymore, you know? <laughs> oh, the beachcombers is a classic. That's, that's the modern-day beachcombers. I got a... I, I, that is definitely the modern-day beachcombers. Trailer Park Boys is the modern-day beachcombers. It is. You heard it here first. Trailer Park Boys is the modern-day beachcombers. It really is. That's awesome. Come on, what do you think? 
Oh, those flowers smell great, man. That's the nicest smell I've smelled in New York. Yeah. Walk by some great flowers, some lilies or something. Whereas most of the cities, um, well, it can get smelling like the uh, the smell emanates from the giant piles of trash. Giant piles of trash that sit on the sidewalk too, like epic little mounds, as though neighborhoods are trying to outdo each other. We have the biggest, <laughs> we have the biggest mound of trash on our block. You've been shooting along with Uncle Lee and Wild Hype. I think they're gonna sign something and give it to us. No, man, they don't care about us. We haven't. We're not. Uh, we're not Sansi lassies. <laughs> Wander on over to Chugalon.com. It's ideal for ramblers. Believe me, I, I, I had a hell of a fight. Black eye, I got knocked down. But I said, "This is my two friends coming, man. Get out of here." Man, I'm glad you guys got our backs, man. Yeah,